Hi, I'm Dr. Kyla, paediatric dietitian, fussy eating specialist, and mum of two. I'm the founder of the online Mealtimes memberships that help parents just like you experience a confident and guilt-free way of feeding children. I'm also a business owner, a hot cross bun lover, and my superpower is finding things that you cannot live without. In this podcast, I'm talking about feeding your family, along with a random selection of topics that tickle my fancy. Welcome to Mealtimes with Dr. Kyla. Well, hello, lovely friend. I am here recording my first podcast. I am talking kind of quietly because my children are asleep. Because, of course, like any other parent, the only time you have to actually do things um, are after they go to bed. Anyway, I am here in my my own podcast, Mealtimes with Dr. Kyla. This has been a long time coming. So this is something that I have been thinking about for oh, 10 months maybe. And I actually recorded uh, a number of podcast episodes for uh, this podcast. And I started getting them edited, uh, started you know getting into the podcast game and... I just realized that they were really boring. Really, I tried to be a really professional podcaster who talked about really important things with really important science backing it. And it took me a long time to research the episodes. And I was telling my business coach about them and she was like, babe, that sounds really boring. Like I would not listen. And I thought to myself, I would also not listen to this podcast of mine that I have recorded. So... (laughs) Scrapped those episodes, got rid of all the editing, unfortunately, a bit of a waste of time. But now I have decided to relaunch, well, re-record the podcast. And what it is this time, instead of a really professional option, it is literally me on a platter. And that's what this first episode is going to be about. It's the things that I think are interesting. It's mostly about mealtimes. It's mostly about food. It's mostly about feeding kids and all of the interesting things that come up with that and all of the the comments I want to make on that topic. But it's also a bit of me thrown in. And if you follow me on socials, I hope you know that I am a little bit random. I have very niche interests, very specific recommendations that I think do change people's lives. But I'm not boring and I am not always 100% professional. So this podcast is a bit of all of that. And so episode one, is called Dr. Kyla on a platter (laughs) because I could not think of something that I wanted to talk about as the first episode. And so I have all these other ideas for future episodes lined up. I have some awesome guests lined up, but I felt like the first episode needed to be like really interesting and really helpful and, and actually could not think of the thing to do all of those things, tick all of the boxes. So what I decided was it'd be a little bit of an introduction to me and I will tell you a bit about who I am, why you might want to listen to me uh, and then next episode we'll get into all of my good ideas. (laughs) So I started with 15 things. It was really hard to think of 15 so I'm down to 10. Some of them, let's see what happens. Anyway, number one, I don't like to wear black shoes And I don't really like to watch movies. And I know that this makes me a really weird person. My husband like literally lives to watch movies and it 
kills him a bit inside that I don't understand a lot of his um, movie-related quotes. But I just, I don't have the attention span. I feel like I'm quite a a busy bee and I'm just sitting down watching a movie, particularly if it's really boring, which I feel like most of them are. Um, it's just, it's too much for me. And I do really like some. I like to watch Clueless. I like to watch Bring It On. You know, that's pretty much it. The black shoe thing, these are very random, but I feel like neither of them was big, were big enough for their own point. I just don't like the way they look on my feet. Um, <laughs> I really like black shoes on other people, but I actually just choose not to wear black shoes. So, number one. Number two, I get incredibly frustrated by people who do not wave when I let them in in traffic. Now, I feel like I'm a fairly generous driver these days. If somebody needs to move across and um, they've indicated... I don't always like it. I like people to wait until there's a gap in traffic if they don't urgently need to move across. But if they do move across, if I make room for them and they pull in in front of me and they don't wave, I get very aggressive, passive aggressive waving to them to let them know that they really should have waved. And I realize this is probably not a great look. And I do, when I I remember driving to uni as a student, and there was this one kind of road where three lanes went down to two just before you get over the bridge. And after the bridge, you have to turn off to the uni. And so everybody would try and sneak up the right-hand lane. And I would spend so much of my morning trying to stay so close to the person in front of me to not let people in because I had done the right thing. I sat in that queue for ages and ages and I was sick of people pushing in. But like literally it took up a lot of my mental energy as a student trying to not let people in. So now I let them in, but I insist that they wave. So that tells you probably you can psychoanalyze me. There's definitely something going on there. Uh, Number three, I did my PhD in childhood weight management. So I'm a pediatric dietitian. I worked for 10 years in feeding clinics. So working with kids who are very, very restricted in what they eat, who have very specific preferences, who have a long list of foods that they don't like, they can't bring themselves to eat, very restrictive eaters uh, for about 10 years. And then I added into that space, I was working here in Perth in three kind of different weight management clinics too. So in a um, hospital, in a community centre and in our child health centres. And I got the opportunity to do that in 2011 it's actually quite a long time ago now and I feel so so lucky that I had that opportunity it wasn't something that I really wanted to do I was pushed into it a little bit at the time but the experience my learnings from that my understanding now of that field is so much better than it ever could have been and I think that I would like to talk about what I did in that PhD and the things that I found obviously in an interesting way Um, I've learned my lesson about that being boring Uh, But perhaps that's a future episode for me to do. So number four, my life philosophy at the moment is, uh, for now at least, is about being intentional. And this is something that I have been intentional about this year is how can I live my life? And that means things like parenting, relationships, work, How can all of the choices that I make in my life be things that I actually intend? So 
how do I not just go about doing daily things just because that's what you always do? And so, for example, in my parenting, I want to be thinking about, and I, I quite enjoy thinking about as well, like what am I teaching my girls? What am I showing them about my choices? How do I choose to spend my time? How do I choose to spend my time when my child naps? For example, I have a, a two-year-old and a six-year-old. And, you know, for a long time on the days when I have my two-year-old at home, I would try and work while she napped. I would try and, you know, do all of the chores while the kids are in bed. I spent, you know, a lot of time running myself ragged. And this year I've really tried to think about how can I be intentional for everybody that's important in my life, including me. Um, And so, you know, choosing to do the podcast was one of those things because I, I love to talk. I love to think. I love to help people understand food in a less scary and totally guilt-free way because I am really sick of the messaging that we have in our society about all this stuff. So the podcast was something that I thought, yeah, I want to talk about these things in detail in a way that I can't do on social media, in emails. And so it was my chance to kind of have a bit of a ramble but because I think that's something that is missing and something that I want to do, not just something that I, I should do or I fall into or I maybe do because that's what's kind of happened. So it really is trying to be intentional about the choices that I make. So that's quite new for me. So it's something that I um, might think about and talk about in a easier to understand way in the future. Number five, my childhood dream was to be a checkout chick. And that was because... I was like, what other job is there? People just give you the money and, you know, off you go. So it was interesting that I did achieve that job quite early. I worked um, at Bunnings as a checkout chick. I mean, I'm sure we were called something different than that. For a number of years uh, when I was studying, uh, when I was at uni, and that was like one of my most favourite jobs, uh, apart from obviously being employed by myself now. But working at Bunnings was an absolute blast and I actually met some of my lifelong best friends uh, at Bunnings. It was, yeah, pure joy Um, and I'm very, very glad that I uh, got to live out my childhood dream as a teenager. Number six, I like to write. Um, I also like to eat and I had a food blog uh, for quite a number of years. I blogged primarily about hot cross buns. And as you can imagine, that's a fairly niche content. As you get to know me um, through this podcast, you will discover that I have very niche interests and I have commentary about very niche topics. Um, But I was Perth's resident hot cross bun reviewer. I was featured um, in the newspaper each year, on the radio. Uh, I had obviously an online blog that people could read um, and I tasted, rated and reviewed every hot cross bun that you could buy uh, in Perth. And um, that was like years of pure joy for me. I did try and branch out into mince pies, fruit mince pies in at Christmas time, um, but I just didn't have the energy. By the time we got to December, it was too hard. Easter, I was at the peak of my hot cross bun creativity. Um, so I kept it just to hot cross buns in the end. And it's really interesting because now as a job, I do a lot of writing, so I feel like I actually got to find some of my voice and some of my turn of phrase 
in writing the Aquaspan blog that I didn't think was, you know, ever going to be of benefit to me other than, you know, meeting Jean-Claude the baker um, because I wrote a blog. But turns out it probably did help me. So that was number six. Uh, Number seven, this is something I've just randomly been thinking about today. But since I've had kids, I cry at like everything, every tiny little you know, I look at the Christmas tree with its lights and I'm like, oh, I'm tearing up about how beautiful it is. Or I'm watching an ad about toilet paper and I'm practically in tears. But I don't cry so much about the bigger stuff now. I find this really weird because I was like, as a teenager and a young adult, like a big crier. I would cry in like most confrontations and most, I mean, I cried all the time feel like lots of people do um but since i've become a parent that hasn't happened as much apart from those kind of newborn you know when you have a newborn and just like life it feels really big i actually don't like cry like i used to i'm interested in finding out more about that but i'd be interested to know from people whether they feel like they cry at little things more or at big things anyway that was a very random topic number eight i love to be creative I would not call myself creative. I like to have a go at crafty things. Um, But interestingly, none of them have stuck, probably because I am no good at most of them. I like to copy things and be creative rather than like come up with them by myself. Um, But I have tried crochet. I've tried macrame. I had a little quilting um, attempt when I was a uni student, actually kind of bought lots of different fabrics, designed out this beautiful quilt, bought a whole heap of quilting paraphernalia. But then it turns out that my cutting skills are so poor, I just could not cut straight squares that I could then quilt. And it really was a very short-lived um, hobby. I've tried paint by numbers. I've recently tried weaving, which I really enjoyed. There was a lot of room for error in weaving which feels like something I could do more regularly. Uh, but yes, do love a craft afternoon. Not so good at it. Number nine, I thought I was a perfectionist and I wonder if I actually am or whether I still am. So I used to be quite rigid in how I liked things to be and I spent a lot of time on things previously, but I feel like these days I just I don't like all the younger version of me would have scripted out an entire podcast you know made it really clever and witty and read it out you know as a script and this version of me is like oh gosh just get it done and I wonder if it's parenting that has made me has taken the edge off some of my perfectionism I feel like I just don't have the time or the space to worry about being perfect in what I do now and I do think business you know becoming a business owner like quite accidentally really I fell into business um, in 2015 so that's what eight years ago and one of the biggest lessons it's taught me is like just get it out there there is no point trying to get everything exactly on brand or exactly perfect or like you've just got to put it out into the world and continue to refine it and I feel like that is where I'm at in life as well. Just put it out into the world. You'll get better at over time. You'll get better at it over time. And so I wonder if that's actually if I've actually changed or if I've just lowered my standards. Hmm. 
feel like this maybe is more of a therapy session for myself, reflecting on my own <laughs> interesting quirks. Anyway, uh, point number 10, I am team mint choc chip in every capacity. So like ice cream, chocolate, biscuits, slices. I don't think there's anything that doesn't benefit from some mint choc chip added to it. And I know that's quite a divisive opinion. I don't mind a bit of mint on its own as well. Ordered a spearmint milkshake yesterday at the hairdresser, um, which is sort of the highlights of my, you know, every three month haircut. Just having this fabulous spearmint smoothie. Spearmint smoothie, what am I talking about? Spearmint milkshake. We wanted a smoothie. Um, but yes, that would be my flavor of choice. So yeah, that is me. So my plan for this podcast, other than just reflecting on random parts of myself, um, is actually to talk more about food, talk more about feeding kids, to talk to some experts in other areas to find out the things that they've learned about feeding their kids, the challenges that they face feeding their kids, um, and then some kind of just interesting topics on the side. Um, I'll tell you about all the interesting things that are going on for me, the things I'm finding out about. And yeah, that will be Mealtimes with Dr. Kyla. Thanks for being here for the first episode, as random as it maybe is. Uh, But let's get into all the more interesting stuff next week. Thanks, team. Bye. A huge thanks for tuning in and listening to my podcast. This is all brand new for me, so I'd love to hear your feedback. Give me a review or send me a DM. I'd love to hear your thoughts. And above all, I'd really love you to hit that subscribe button to keep listening. Thanks.